0: Hey everyone, I'm Robbie Copernicus. Welcome to the Growth Hack Secrets Podcast. The goal of this podcast is to share the best growth hack strategies that help digital entrepreneurs just like you. Each week we'll talk to seasoned experts who will reveal one growth hack secret that will 10x your company and avoid amateur mistakes. If this sounds like it could be useful to you, be sure to join our community at growthhacksecrets.com. Again, I'm Robbie Copernicus and this is Growth Hack Secrets. Hey guys, welcome back to Growth Hack Secrets. And on today's episode, we have an interesting guest. His name is John Tarantino. He is the founder of Martinero Watches, and he has a really interesting growth hack on how he grew his company that I think would be useful for almost any company to know about. But before we get into that, John, welcome to the show. Hey, good to be here. Yeah. Do you want to kind of share a little bit more about your background, maybe even drop in how you met and then kind of like where you are right now?
1: Yeah, no problem. So I started out not on the entrepreneurial route, but rather I started out as a finance exec, real estate finance. Uh, and then after a little while there, decided that I want to start, that I wanted to start something of my own. So Began working on the company that became Martinero. So it was about six years ago that I first started, six or seven years ago that I first started working on it. Uh, launched that while I still had a full-time job, but then it became my, my full-time gig uh, shortly thereafter. And Martinero, it's a online uh, direct-to-consumer uh, consumer brand focused on selling mechanical watches and we're online only. You can buy our stuff on our website or a few other digital partners that we have. I'm actually the the founder and sole employee of the company, although I do have a few other people that help me out in various capacities, just nowhere near full-time. We've been based in New York. Traditionally, although over the last couple of years, I've really embraced more of a mobile lifestyle and uh, I've spent the better part of the past two and a half years traveling around. I spent a little over a year in Argentina and also spent some time in Mexico City where, uh, where we connected.
0: When I first met John, we met at a co-working location and um, what he was doing was pretty interesting because he has a digitally native company, which is kind of the new thing right now. So you have companies like Casper and what is it, Allbirds and Martinero, all digitally native and the way they grow these companies are all digital. So John, you actually grew your company through a bunch of Kickstarter campaigns. Not only did you do Kickstarter campaigns for Martinero, but you've also helped other people on their campaigns. Mm -hmm. Um, Yep. Tell us a little bit more about that. What are some growth hack secrets that we should know about Kickstarter campaigns?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, so for Arrow, I've done three different campaigns. Kickstarter campaigns are, it's something that I think are widely misunderstood. Um, I, I think a lot of people, you know, th- when they think of Kickstarter, you know, they might be aware and they do some research and they might be aware of two or three campaigns that did over a million dollars, right? And then they view that as like, as the baseline. You know, or like they see this product and they say, oh, like I've made something that's just as cool as that or that's even better. You know, I'm just gonna put it up there and then we're gonna, you know, we're gonna make a million dollars ourselves, you know, with this project. And that's not how it works at all. I'd say the biggest thing before launching a Kickstarter is have an audience. That's the number one biggest thing. You need to have an audience built up already because if you just go, you can develop the coolest project out there and if you just throw it up on the, you know, throw up a campaign, nobody's gonna pay any attention because nobody is ever gonna hear about it. They're just not. So that's really the, the number one thing. And so, it, and there's different ways to do that. Um, so for me, I don't, I don't actually know if, if I told you this or not, but when I first launched Martinero, it was actually just, uh, it was not through Kickstarter. It was through uh, standard e-commerce, through our website. And then over the course of a few years, we built up an audience just between um, getting press, organic social media, some paid social media, partnerships, collaborations, things like that. And so you know, by the time we decided to launch a Kickstarter, we already had a a pretty substantial built-in audience.
0: What would you recommend for a good list size before you even think about doing a Kickstarter campaign?
1: Depends on how big, you know, you want to be, right? So it it depends on, you know, how much money do you really want to raise? For me, you know, like I'd want to do for a a campaign to really be a success. I mean, I I would say kind of over a hundred thousand is kind of my my threshold. Um, But for... Plenty of people, you know, If the, depending on what the project is, you know, maybe they just need, you know, they want to raise like 20, 25,000, in which case they're obviously going to need a, a smaller list. But it's hard to give like an exact number, but um, just, just baseline a, a baseline th- generalization yeah. to lose a thumb. Yeah, uh, so the first number that popped into my head would be a bare minimum, an email list of at least 5,000 people. That number is going to change, you know, depending on what the product is and what your objectives are, but that's as good a starting point as any that I could just give you, you know, as far as like a single number goes. Okay,
0: and when you're actually growing your Kickstarter campaign, and you are you're emailing your list to try to help you out on your Kickstarter campaign, do you get other buyers from Kickstarter that actually opt into your list as well, or do they stay on the Kickstarter platform?
1: Once you start getting traction on your campaign, it's going to then Kickstarter the plat- the software, the platform is going to notice the campaign, and it's going to start prioritizing it in search, so it's going to be easier to discover. Because that's the thing with Kickstarter; it's so crowded. So many, I don't know the exact number, but so many projects are are just, are launched every week. You know, especially like we launched under product design, which might be the the most competitive category. So it's just, it's really hard to get noticed. But if you can have, uh, especially in the beginning, like a big first and second day, you're going to be easier to discover and that's absolutely going to drive some organic pledges so yes i think that was the first part of your question yeah and then as far as like collecting so yeah once you have and those pledges like as part of their pledge yes they give you their information um you actually you kind of you have to keep in touch with them you know during the campaign and after the campaign so like those any new customers those also become sort of part of your ever-growing email list which I i think was the second part of your question if i'm
0: Yes, exactly. So okay. that's a like good match because yeah. a lot of times when you use other platforms, they keep those people on their platform mm. and they won't let you gather their email address because the platform feels like they'll lose
1: money if they connect the buyer and seller together. Does that make sense? Gotcha. Okay. No, but I've never I've never had that issue.
0: Okay. So you you actually said something interesting uh, while you were kind of sharing how Kickstarter works and Mm -hmm. you mentioned the importance of actually nurturing the leads that are coming in from Kickstarter. But before we get into that, we're going to talk about that in the second episode. So guys, tune in to the second episode if you want to learn more about Kickstarter and Martin Nero. And John, if people want to learn more about you, where
1: can they find you? Sure. Check out our website, www.marte.com. N-E-R-O.com or Instagram, uh, same handle, at Martinero. Find us there.
0: All right. And really cool watches to go check out there as well. John, we will have you on the next show, guys. Tune in. Make sure to hit that like, subscribe button on whatever platform you are. Leave some comments and I will reply to every single one of them. Take care. Have a good one.